Last time, after patching up after the battle with the fake security guards, uh, going over all the loot and discussing their brand new level 7 abilities, the heroes uh, were, were rushed upon by actual Absalom Station security guards, where they held uh, counsel with a Lieutenant Tringer, a white-furred Isoki male, and uh, they kind of reported on everything that was happening on their end. Uh, Lieutenant Tringer and his platoon squad uh, were there to uh, investigate uh, explosions that the local power company had uh, detected from all the combat going on. And uh, finding this crew, there was a little apprehension because the last group of people wearing that uniform turned out to be um, assholes. So uh, with a little diplomacy, a little uh, negotiation, I know Keat and Brasha used their Starfinder outfits to uh, smooth things over. So uh, you know, weapons were put down, hackles were lowered, and uh, you all had a conversation with them. Uh, Akim, uh, not surprisingly, kept his distance and was a little weirdo by not talking to the <laughs> officials at all. But uh, yeah, this is where we're at. Uh, you had your conversation, like you, information was exchanged. They know what they're going to do. They're sending their their crew is equipped to start processing this crime scene now. Um, and just before we left off, a uh, message came over the. Com units saying that uh, gang violence was uh, being reported at the carnival. All available units were requested to assist. And uh, I want to jump in with this scene, but I want everyone to know that. Actually, we'll just play out the scene. So this call happens. You're all standing there. What is everyone's reaction to this? Hmm. I think, do we need to go help? Uh, Lieutenant Tringer uh, starts doing hand motions, pointing at his people. Uh, you don't technically represent Absalom Station Security. I can't formally request your assistance. You are free to go. Uh, we will contact you with any more updates regarding this case. I would ask you all to vacate this area. Where you go from there is entirely up to you. Uh, Lemon will actually begin to head over to the area to uh, give assistance if needed. Uh, okay. I'm so, gonna. Sorry. No, uh, you're good. I was. Uh, I'm gonna follow, but Tally's eyes. Uh, they kind of drift back at the, the scene behind her. Like she kind of wants to go back there and do something, but. Uh, she thinks better of it and keeps moving on. Okay. So uh, the, the guards, like, they're leaving a couple here to start the the, the, the process of processing the scene. Uh, but the rest of them do start to head back out the hallway that they came from and uh, go off into the distance. You can uh, follow behind. Uh, everyone else, I'd like to know, like, do you want to go up and help the stuff going on up there? Or would you like to go about your day? Uh, I think Keat 
he just like what Brasha was saying, <laughs> um, Keat has a mission to do too right now. He was okay. assigned to find these people for the Starfinders. Mm -hmm. And I think even though the community there's something going on, Keat's primary objective is to now relay all the information to the Starfinders. Okay. So to uh, set the scene a little further, the uh, you you were all helping uh Jack, I know Jack was, I'm pretty sure Occam said he was as well. You were helping the people uh, rather weakly. Well, they were weakly trying to get out of their containers. And uh, so they're, they're not really equipped to be marching into a battle zone if that's what's going on. But the uh, other uh, security guards, actual security guards that have been like scanning and taking statements and all that, they're going to be staying down here a bit to make them safe to travel. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you definitely, uh, these people are going to need to be, uh, so, you know, if you want to talk to any of them, they'll, the security people, the remaining ones will say, uh, all these people need to be processed and then taken to a medical facility for examination for the investigation. Okay. That still leaves me to have to give the information back to my, uh, venture lieutenant. Captain or venture captain, yeah, yep. So yeah, uh, so Key is uh, interested in heading back to the Starfinder Society Lore Spire Complex. Hey, hey, Keith. Yeah. You know, when you please do me a favor, could you get me any information you find about this case? Of course. That would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, there's some real stuff coming on here, isn't there? And he says that with a smile. Oh, you don't know if it's out of nervous, nervousness or um, just him not fully uh, understanding the weight of the situation. She, she <laughs> looks some kind of funny. Like, do you like? Do you know something that I don't know? And um, I don't like, know. I, I trust me. You do, well. Uh, don't know. Just, I need anything you can, anything you get on it. Uh, I, I, there is a personal reason for this. Just something sort of rings, something sort of rings familiar about the situation. I understand. Uh, and I kind of like lean in a little close and I say, something seems off here altogether. I... Why do they need these people and what were they doing in the canisters? That is a big, that is a, very good question. And I'm going to I'm going to pet give uh give Keith a scritch behind the ears. Okay. Uh and... his foot goes on a full-fledged rampage on the floor. <laughs> and I was following I was going to follow Lemon. Okay. But I also realized something if I don't know if Akam was planning on going there or going to the thing that he needed to do at the Click Clack Club sure. cuz I kind of sort of promised him I'd help him. Yeah, so, Occam's right there. I, you guys can have that convo right now as Lemon's walking. Uh, I'm not going to like have anyone get too far ahead, but. All right, then I'll, as I go out, I'll be like, Occam, wait, what, are you, what is your plan? I know you needed to go to the Click Clack Club, and I was going to go with you because it seemed like that might be prudent. It seems like there might be some sort of situation between here and there. So were you coming with us first? I guess so. Excellent. That will make it easier. How about Brasha? 
Brasha has some business to do. And mm -hmm. he already sent an email to Lady Watanabe saying that uh, he was going to be there pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, so he is going to give all of them a thumbs up and say, <laughs> uh, good luck taking care of that. I will uh, talk to Lady Watanabe and uh, I will meet you back on the ship. Uh, I'll I'll stop him just before he leaves. I'll kind of like tug on his tattered clothes. <laughs> oh, I've, I'm in my Starfinder uniform, so it's nice and neat. I'll tug on your neat Starfinder robe and add a wrinkle unintentionally. Uh, oh, okay. uh, hello, Keith. I begin smoothing out the wrinkle with my hand. Um, <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, what are the coordinates to your ship? Oh, uh, we're down on deck 42, I believe. Uh, look for the uh, the spaceship with the large cat face on the front. You can't miss it. A big cat face. Yeah, okay. he's he's absolutely right. It is a big cat face. You can't miss it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll be there if uh, if I. I have to think about what you said, but if I think right, I'll be there. I believe that if you think right, you will also be there. Keith smiles. <laughs> I look at Brasha and I say, stay safe. And I reach over and I also give him a scritch behind the ears as I go off. I try to <laughs> bat it away and go, I think you are going to be the ones who need to stay safe, but... Oh, maybe. All right. Uh, Sig is uh, following a few paces behind you, Captain Brasha, uh, carrying himself a little less gulky now that he's been uh, accepted into the fold. Um, but you're so you can all be like walking up past the, the down back up the passages that you were just down a uh, few minutes go by you get back up to the maintenance hatch the maintenance hatch is wide open and uh, as you approach you see the remnants of what used to be a carnival instead now oh, no. tents are knocked over uh the 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 fun little uh background music that was playing is uh, all warped and jagged sound like the speakers were blown to hell uh there are people laying on the ground here and there everywhere uh, give me a perception check everyone that's sticking around and uh, those of you that aren't sticking around uh, tell me now uh, I'm sticking I'm, around I'm heading back to the Starfinder station I'm headed back to the ship right now. I guess that still technically means we do pat we do see this on our. Oh exit. yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, you, you're gonna have to go through this. But uh, uh, just looking around, you don't see or hear gunfire at this point. It's basically just cleanup. You see, like just litter all over the place. Lights still flashing all around that are still up. I, I guess Keith and Jack. Well, I'm I am sitting on top of uh, Jack on his back. Of course. But yeah, of course. But I think leaving because we have to pass through it anyway, I think Keith will at least look around kind of just try to take in what's going on here. 
Yeah, uh, so once you all uh, got up there, you saw that the uh, the majority of that police battalion that you met down below have uh, already come up here. They ran up here and are uh, attending to all the people. Did you want those perception checks? Oh, yes, yeah. Go ahead and give me those perception. Uh, I actually got a 17 oh, with nice. my new plus one. Okay. <laughs> one moment. I'm actually finding some dice. <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah, DJ, we play this game with dice. Yep. I, I got a nice. Uh, Keith got a 29. Wow. Wow. I got okay. a nat 20. Okay. So, uh... Uh, so you see all this happening. You see people being tended to. You hear by a, a sound stage that uh, someone is announcing to uh, bring all the wounded over to this dance floor where a med tent has been uh, put up. Uh, who got the 29? That was me. Okay. Uh, you look around. You see that you know there, there's families be, like holding each other, people like tending to each other. Um, but you. Then we got a 33. Okay. Uh, wow. Keat and Lemon, uh, as you're both looking around, you see that people, it's more or less calm at this point. It's just kind of clean up. Uh, people holding wounds, but uh, Lemon, because you got the highest, uh, you're looking around. There's still that big-ass Ferris wheel because a carnival isn't complete without a Ferris wheel, I imagine. Um, you hear scuffling up above. The, uh, the Ferris wheel isn't moving, but the uh, little carriages are swinging. And uh, with your keen eyes, you see uh, a pair of uh, very small children trying to climb out of the carriage. Um, so Lemon will... So Lemon will actually take off the top part of his robe and something that I'm guessing no one has seen at this point. Basically, he will unfold his wings, and he will take off and fly up there. Okay. Yep. Uh, all of you, uh, whether you're walking away or not, uh, paying attention, you see Lemon lift off, and uh, Lemon, I'm going to need you to give me a reflex save, because these children are very small. As you're gliding up towards them, you realize they, they look familiar because you saw them just a few hours ago mm -hmm. when you were uh, tending them. These are the tiny Isoki children. They must have got left behind. So give me right. a reflex save to snag the biggest one as they uh, start to slip. <laughs> uh, an 11 because I rolled a 7. Okay. Uh, Akam. Yes. You see Lemon leap into the sky sky leap into the air and uh zoom up towards the ferris wheel at this point you're able to see what he's flying towards you see a pair of very small children trying to climb out of this abandoned uh not abandoned this uh this unmoving ferris wheel and you see lemons uh, soar up to them and <clears throat> them pass through their fingers lemon is not going to be able to catch this person this child is plummeting off of this ferris wheel i i do what I do, and I zoom. So yeah, Lemon, you get up there, and uh, one of the kids slips through your fingers, but you're able to snag the smaller one who is still kind of like wobbly up there, 
Uh, Occam, you run over. I need you to give me a reflex save to catch this child because this little Ahsoki's little, but they are falling 50 feet. Okay. Give me one second. I'm just saying if I have anything else that would be useful here that won't also kill him. I'd like to ask a question too. Sure. Um, how much do I think this child could weigh? Almost nothing. These are tiny Isoki children. They they weigh next to nothing. They are. Um, then I will ask a ruling on this because technically it's supposed to be an object, but I don't see why this technically could work. Um, Falling body is an object. I'll rule that. <laughs> uh, uh, psychokinetic hand. Um, not the big one, but the smaller one definitely. The smaller one, like, it is very close to being to, diminutive. Um, yeah, because this one, it's uh, one unintended object of no more than 10 pounds or one bolt. Okay, yeah, they're both less than 10 pounds. These are little children. Yeah, because then I can point a finger at the target object, gaining the ability to lift it and move it at will from a distance. Oh, nice. I forgot about the, uh, nice. I didn't know, uh, or I, I couldn't remember the, uh, psychokinetic weight rules, but, uh, Akim, what are you doing? Um, he, he needs the psychokinetic hand. I rolled a one. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay, so, uh, with your reflex save, Akim, you zoom over <coughs> and you trip over a bit of cabling that has come up. You are very fast, uh, and because of your speed you trip, and this is just flavor, this isn't like you're not going to take any sort of damage, but just, uh, just to paint the scene here, that I realize that I'm very low energy, and uh, I meant this to be a little more higher energy scene, so apologies. <laughs> uh, but Akim, you race across there, you see Lemon you see Lemon miss grabbing this small Ahsoki child, and it starts to plummet, and as you start running over, you trip, fall, and do that thing we see in every movie that has a speedster in it, and you just go tumbling and tumbling way out of the way. But, uh, uh Lemon, can, you scoop up. Can I, uh, butt in? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You are several feet away, but sure. I, I did get a 29 on, on my, uh, perception, so I yes. am watching this whole thing. Yes. Could I pull out my Gun? custom rig and use psychokinetic hand? Um, what's the range on psychokinetic hand? It's a close range base spell. It's 25 plus 5p per every two level. Uh, 15. Yeah, it's a little bit out of your range. Okay. Unfortunately. Oh, that sucks. It's all right. I think Lemon's got it. I, I'm going to stand there wishing the hell my wings actually friggin' worked. Are they yeah. flapping? Yeah, I'm flapping. Whether I'm doing it consciously or not, I'm, sure. I'm actually flapping. Sure, I'll be flapping my wings. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so you see this as well, Tally. Uh, Brasha, as you're walking away, you get uh, more messages from uh, other clients for other jobs. But, uh, Tally, you're, you're <laughs> flapping away. You see Lemon reach. You see Akim just like like a bowling ball through uh, a, a vendor tent. Uh, <laughs> but I Lemon, winced. I don't need to... You don't need any... There's no saving throw. So, yeah, this thing is way less than 10 pounds. Both of these children, they are very, very small. You point your finger at it and uh, well above the floor, but still they fell for a few moments before you're able to snag them. They just kind of stop and you just see like tiny little hands and like a, a little rat just like flailing their limbs and tail whipping all around as uh, you uh, glide back down with the other one. 
Yes, with the spell, I will ha I will gently place him on the ground as I uh, float down to the ground with the other one. Okay. So with the bright feathery white wings. When did you learn to do that? Uh, as I hit the ground and tuck them back, I have actually had them for quite a while. You never showed me. I do not bring them out. Um, it generally causes much more, how should I say, attention than I desire. Considering how many different aliens there are around, I doubt that. I think you're just self-conscious. I mean, for crying out loud, look at me. You don't think I'm going to distract from that? My wings are always seen. Actually useful, and you can tell Tally is kind of jealous right now. Uh-huh. It is something that can be adjusted. You mean by adjusted? We shall discuss it later. I will make sure the kids are right and look for their mother. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Occam, you, uh, when you ran, slipped, tumbled, you, uh, you need to extricate yourself from there. Uh, there is a, uh, a meat pie, uh, currently, like, sliding down the windshield of your helmet. <laughs> Fuck. We'll come over to him, I think. Okay. In your helmet, Akim, you hear Karina say, uh, Akim, that was, that was rather embarrassing. And, um, <laughs> I, I feel I should tell you, uh, authorities are literally all over the place, and news crew drones are swarming the, uh, entrance to this place. We may want to duck out while we can and meet up with our appointment. Do you see the kid? Yes, I saw the kid. The child was saved by Lemon with his magics. You were <sighs> quite heroic, but uh, I'm going to delete the footage of you falling in such a way. It doesn't matter. Oh. <sighs> and he's gonna, like, pull himself out of whatever hole he's in. <laughs> Honestly, yes. if we can get there in time... I mean, I would, I would have been walking and talking and... Sure, yeah, yeah. And yep. we'd, we'd give you a hand if, if you need it. Yeah, if yeah, so need. so just to be clear, like, you're out of danger right now. There's a there's cleanup going on, but uh, you're not in any rush. This is just... You're, you're kind of downtime-ish. So uh, there is the... Uh, there's reporters coming to investigate the scene. There are police, or uh, Absalom Station Security coming to the place, but there is no rush. You can all do whatever you'd like to do. But, uh, yeah, Lemon, when you touch down, you see uh, Occam come out from a hole in a vendor stall just covered in mess. Uh, Tally's walking over. Uh, you look around, you have the kids, and they're, like, gripping you. They have, like, like you thought the, the, the children... Oh, I, I tend to go to Isoki when I need small children. I just realized I did that on Kizor 4. Uh, like, these little children are, like, digging their hands into your flesh and robes, uh, trying to hold on. Uh, you look around. I need you to give me a perception check. Uh, 
That is only going to be a 19. I rolled a 2. Okay. Wow. Uh, I guess you guys are getting up there where <laughs> that lower yeah. roll is still decent. Okay, yeah. Uh, you look around. Uh, you you can't see... You don't see any Isoki parents. You, you don't see really... Like, you look around. Uh, like, you were just talking to this child's mother not four hours ago because of the way uh, combat... Even though it was three and a half episodes ago, it was... I will ask if the children have a contact to their mother, like a, the equivalency of a cell phone or mm -hmm. a communication device, since most items nowadays, those are very easy, and I can't imagine a, uh, a parent wouldn't allow their kids to have something to contact them. Sure. The, uh, the larger one, the one you didn't scoop up, the one that fell and you caught with magic... Uh, shakily puts a little little rat hand out and uh, pulls up their sleeve and you see like a little uh, gauntlet, the little light on it. It's, it's, it's a locator beacon. And they, they, uh, they like, like shakily push the button. You know, yeah, because I actually could do that myself with magic if I wanted. Uh, Alright, let's, uh, let's follow that and see where your uh, mother is. Okay. Cool. Uh, Rasha, you, you just strolled right through all of this, right? You just walked up and out, and you're off. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, he he heard the the sirens and decided to dip out right quick. Sure. Still in Starfinder outfit? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Keat. Uh, Keat has a soft spot for kids. That's why he wanted to help. Sure. However he could have. Uh, so he will also make sure that those kids are fine. Were those the only ones on the Ferris wheel? Uh, yeah, you did, got a 29 on that perception. Yeah, you get the feeling that the little kids were uh, uh, the last ones uh, extricated and kind of looked over because they were so small. Because them okay. sitting in a, a Ferris wheel carriage, cage, whatever you call the seat of a Ferris wheel, uh, <laughs> there's no way anyone would have seen them if they weren't climbing up so yeah you look around there's no one left in the ferris wheel it's not moving just all of them are kind of swaying okay um so yeah i think you would just double check and make sure that they're fine make sure that lemons uh got that handled and then head out to the starfinder uh comm center i guess uh yeah the lore spire complex is where you'll be headed complex. you guys are uh kind of like dead center of the uh, like so as i said before like this carnival is kind of where the the rich part of absalom and the poor part of absalom come together and celebrate every now and then so uh the lore spire complex is some distance away uh i am curious are you riding on jack the entire way um at least until i get bored and decide to walk <laughs> okay so yeah, you walk out, and as you start to leave the area, the the sound of the uh, carnival kind of goes away, and uh, just zooming past you, like no bigger than the size of a baseball, uh, hover drones just zip by you, uh, and they just start like reporting, scanning kind of thing going on, and uh, you see a rush of people, uh, all dressed very nicely. Uh, you get the feeling you they are all representatives of news organizations on Absalom Station uh, as they start to go uh, report on the goings-on. So I'm going to let you, you and Brasha, I'll come back to you guys. Okay. Yeah, uh, Lemon deserves this moment of, uh, of sure. the praise from the press. So Yeah, 
uh, <laughs> uh, back in the carnival, uh, Akim, uh, you extricate yourself. You're you're free. You're fine. Everything's going on. What do you want to do? Um, with the kids safe and mm-hmm. uh, and like news and uh, law enforcement like closing in. He's gonna try and get out. Okay. Um, if the others are coming with them, so be it. If not, oh well. Okay. Well, so... I made a promise to you, so I'm gonna stick with you. All right. Okay. If there's like a literal barrier of like people I don't want to run into, I'll just make a portal that goes behind them. Uh, would you like to do a stealth check to avoid? Actually, I'm not going to ask you. Uh, roll All me right. a stealth check to avoid. Yeah. Uh, I'm not news super reporters. good at this. Um, fifteen. Okay. Guess I do need to roll those. I feel like uh, Occam's arch ne- nemesis should be in. Uh some type of AI or robotic entity named Gladys? Uh, I'm I'm a hack. Uh, I'm going to rip off anything and everything. I'm at least going to change the name. Uh, but, <laughs> but I do appreciate the input. Uh, yeah, Akim, you start ducking around uh, using uh, various, uh, like, out- outbuildings and structures to, like, duck around you know that place where you stick your face in and people can take pictures you can like duck behind there and as you peer out the eye of like a dinosaur face uh you see them all like stampeding by that the reporters not dinosaurs you see the reporters stampede by uh they did not roll well at all <laughs> and uh you're able to like duck out and around and uh you start to leave behind uh the carnival scene uh, <laughs> Tally probably doesn't even have to worry about it. Just walks by. Not really. I, I, I can just walk by everything, right? I you absolutely can. Yeah. No, this is Akin, not one. Yeah, yeah. You start walking by. The reporters see you. Uh, they kind of like rush around you and they try to get your statement. Like, uh, uh, are you hurt? Were you involved? Are you one of the perpetrators of this uh, terrorist attack? Are you I, a member of the gangs? I, I just take a look and I go, no, 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 and no. No, and get get out of my way. I need to go. Okay. Oh no no no. We just need a. Can we get a picture? No, can we get we a statement? No, nope. I'm not even involved in this. I just got here. I don't have. But any but idea. you're here. You're I, you're a witness. And I just I just just kind of you know, I just kind of walk through them. Okay. I'm I was gonna have enough. you give me an intimidate, but this. Oh, if you want, I can do that. If you want, no no. You can yeah. Oh, you can no. either. You really didn't want me to do that. <laughs> oh, no, I want you to do whatever you want to do. This isn't... Well, that... I rolled a nat one, but that's an 11 intimidate. Okay. Uh, she's more annoying, I guess, than she's intimidating right now. Okay. So, yeah, they, they don't, like, put a hand on you, but they definitely follow you for a bit. But once you, like... Uh, th- this isn't a, a, a slide against reporters, but, like, uh, you are a heavy armor-wearing, powerful-ass woman... You start to walk away. They don't really have any way to contain you. So after you get a few paces away, the story is still unfolding. So they give up on you and they just uh, scramble back to uh, look for uh, anyone else to talk to. Poor lemon. Probably just a fucking uh, like a cryptid in the background. There's a like a few frames of Ak. <laughs> glitchy, a glitchy cryptid. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I do literally say to myself, poor lemon. 
knowing that he is right, probably right in their path. And since he actually was involved, he'll actually have a story. Yep. So, uh, Akim, Tally, you guys will be heading uh, up to the ring of Absalom Station. So I will leave you for a moment as I go to Lemon. You're walking around. You have two very small Isoki children in your arms. I really need to break myself some of my... (laughs) uh, habits because yeah this i think in other games i'm also using isoki children as sympathetic creatures so they are very adorable um so lemon you're walking around you have these children the the bigger one um they aren't even getting heavy in your arms they're so light but they are uh you know they got their little armband out and uh, they're looking and uh you go around a corner and just two dozen reporters nicely dressed all hover drones covering around them uh they they all have data pads in their hands and like all the lights are on you right now and they just start fielding the same questions they were just uh uh, bombarding with tally excuse me sir uh are you are you a member of the uh church of serenray judging by your garb um i look at the locator first uh where does it show the children's mother uh okay i guess i should have done yeah uh it's 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 like it's got like a red green or red no red yellow green kind of indicator it's still yellow uh green will be closer okay i look at that and then i look at them it's like yes i am i do apologize but i am a bit of a hurry i need to get these children to their mother were you a first responder? Can you give us any intel? What gangs were involved? Can you tell us anything about the strong Absalom movement? Was they, were they involved? I do not know any of those names. The strong Absalom movement? Mm-hmm. Give me a culture what check. What is that? Okay. I can't roll above a 10, really. Uh, 19. Okay. Uh, this is a pretty... Uh... Not common, but uh, they are a, a known entity. The Strong Absalom Movement is uh, a group of beings who uh, believe that they are, uh, as um, natives of what of, of old Galarian humans, dwarves. Uh, they are a group that believe that only Galarian races should be given access to the Starstones drift stuff. They are. Uh, xenophobic like crazy uh, they see uh, the expansion of the packed worlds as uh, a, a bad thing they see you know they are very much they, they, they kind of worship the ideal of what Galarian used to be or the hazy memories of what Galarian was but they are a, a, a I say terrorist organization They're... but like they just the... They're more, it sounds more like they're a supremacist group. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. They're Galarian supremacists. And uh, this isn't something I'm making up. I didn't make up a supremacist group. I think I recall <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah it's Impact Worlds uh, to do with, uh, yeah, nationalists. That's another good way of putting it, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they, uh, they very much discourage uh, alien uh, interconnectivity kind of thing. They, they are not fans of it. And there have been like rumblings that uh, they they want to oust the current uh, d- direct 
the current leader of Absalom mm -hmm. Station. They want to oust her because she is entirely too soft on alien influence. Um, so before I continue on, then I have a couple questions because I'd like to see if I can connect some dots. Sure. Uh, second is all the people that were on the list of missing were were they would they be considered aliens to Absalom Station? So they're 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 bombarding you with all these questions. You have these children in your arms, and you pull out your data pad to consult this list. I'm just going off of memory, like when we were okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, uh, yeah. You 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 think back. Uh, there were there were Lushunta. There were uh, what was Craig? What what species was Craig? Was he a Vesk? I believe so. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you think back. They were largely not humans, not. There weren't any dwarves. There were no halflings. And yeah, that clicks in your head that there weren't any humans or uh, Galarian natives, I guess I, you could say. I will uh, say we did fight an, uh, a non-traditional Galarian creature, though. The yes, Slug the Osharu. Man. Yeah, the Osharu yeah. is definitely not from Galarian uh, or Absalom Station. Maybe they were born there. But yeah, yeah. you definitely fought that Osharu and the not security guards you fought were all human. Yes. Um, I kind of ignore the questions for the most part, other than like simple ones, mm -hmm. uh, giving no direct answer or not. And after a while, I'd say, for all other inquiries, please direct them to the representatives of Saren Ray. I am not an official uh, spokesman for the church at this time, and I really do need to help these children. And since they're kind of blocking the way, I will, I guess, once again, use my wings to literally go over the reporters. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> I will yes. literally just go by them, over them. Sure. Useful. Yeah. 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 They. Yeah. They are like more. I'm or also less... a lot faster that way. <laughs> sure. Sally's uh, not even there to see it, and she still senses that some for some reason she feels jealous. This wave <laughs> of jealousy wash over. Yeah, I'm like twice as fast uh, on the air. Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah, th these people, they are like right up in your grill. Like this is very much uh, uh, this entire moment. I've been playing this like image in my head of uh, uh, Superman, Man of Steel, where Superman just saved a bunch of people and they're all like rushing up to him. They want to talk to him, touch him and all that. And he just like lifts <laughs> I just up. rolled into it. <laughs> yeah, he just lifts up and goes away. So yeah, you, you leap up, launch up and you fly uh the, these angelic wings of yours uh you, you fly away from them and you do see like the little kid like little bracelet dangling around it does start to get green uh as you zip up and over and uh it kind of like it's i guess it should have uh the, the dragon dragon ball radar is actually brilliant i wish i had used that instead <laughs> of a dumb little bracelet uh yeah like it's kind of directing you towards that dance floor where that large medic tent was put up, um, and uh, I, I kind of figured it might have been. Yeah. Um, so I will head there and then land and see if we can find their mother. Okay. Yeah, you look around. There are a lot of people hurt. Uh, there are, you know, walking along these beds. There are people attending to them. Uh, Spells are being cast. Salves are being applied. Serums, the whole the whole bit here. Uh, the beds are filling up. There are still a couple empty ones, but uh, there are a lot of people nursing burns and 
cuts, very few uh, gun wounds, shot wounds and all that, but uh, you walk along this this bank of beds and uh, eventually you get to a bed where there are two Isoki, since they're smaller, they're sharing a bed, uh, laying next to each other, heavily bandaged, but you, you can't mistake a Isoki tail. Uh, I will approach that bed, uh, especially if the locator beeps closer with it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely ripping off that Dragon Ball radar. Um, before I do anything, I check the individual on the bed. Do they seem to be well? Are they conscious? Uh, the 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 female is uh, unconscious, uh, heavily bandaged around the face, around the mouth. Uh, like there's there's like an eye hole. Um, the hands are heavily bandaged. The tail, surprisingly, not. Um, I will. Shush! I will kind of comfort the children and set them down. And give me one moment. I will go over to one of the, whoever has like the since I have medicine and I've probably worked in various types of shelters before. Um, I'd like to find somebody of with some rank or authority within the medical shelter. Okay. Yeah, you look around and there everyone's just kind of just going all at it. There's not like one person's just standing like issuing orders, but you do see a, a Karashula Shunta kind of like uh, consulting a big data pad at the the head of the tent there. Excuse me, um, these wounded people. Is it possible? Can you gather them around me? as close as possible, as many as you can, that are more severe, I can do something for them all. Uh, they, uh, they, they, like, don't hear you at first, or just, like, uh, sir, if you're wounded, you're gonna have to go to the triage area. I'm like, no, you no, need... you do not understand. Uh, you know, like, kind of like that back and forth, like, please listen. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, you know, like, he's probably, I'm assuming they're like, no, go back. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand, you know, the quiet voice type thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's like I can help heal them. Uh, they they stop. They put the data pad down. They scoff. Excuse. Oh, uh, looking at you. Uh, looking at the robes. I, I'm so sorry. I thought you were okay. It's uh, all right. Uh, Try to gather as many as you can close to me. Yes, I'm uh, going to stay. I'm going to be over there. Just move them. Have them walk over. Okay. Yeah. Whatever they start. Done. Yeah. They start barking orders and like the they're, they're on wheels so like these wheeled beds are all like pushed as tight together they uh, put them up uh they the the people like see you and like they actually see you now it's like kind of like you know they were in the middle of it and getting a moment to catch a breath look up and they see like oh they understand uh they, they arrange them all and there are people uh like there's mo soft moans from the people like as they're jostling in the bed but uh, yeah, they arrange them uh, as closely compacted as possible. With that, I will stand next to the Yusoki mother, take her hand, and then I will take the hands of, uh, I will tell the children to hold her hand as well, and I'll take their hands. And then I will give a prayer to Saren Ray, and I will do a healing channel. Okay. Uh, and consider all of these wounded individuals as allies. Awesome. Uh, is there a limit, or is it... Uh, it is all allies. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Yourself yeah, I'm... and your allies. There's yeah. no technical limit to the yeah. full action one. Gotcha. And there is a um, 
uh, a third party book uh, that has a lot of ritual stuff. Uh, Starfinder has a ritual as a magic book coming out. <laughs> a magic book. Yes. Has a magic book coming out, and I feel like they're going to expand something, so I'm cool with stretching mm -hmm. the bounds. Uh, if you want to use a resolve to expend, to expand. Well, I have to use a resolve anyways. Okay, well to, then, yeah, we're good with ability. that. I'm now yeah. down to two resolve after this. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, you, you gather them up, uh, you, you do this, you healing channel, and uh, what's this look like? Because you've, you've healed, you've channeled before, but this is a, a bit bigger of a deal. Yes, I'd say it takes a moment longer as I, it basically um, I form a circle between the mother, the children, and myself. And as we pray, a warm light will appear in the middle of the circle almost like a flame but more of like a star and then as the as the prayer reaches a crescendo in its in its message um the star will expand and give its warmth to all the people that are surrounded um in this moment too lemon would probably reflexively just spread his wings out <laughs> uh, over everyone Okay. And I have to, since I don't have enough dice on hand, I have to go to the dice roller and roll it all. Let's see. So that's 68. How do I change the dice? Edit. That's not how I do this. Where's... I think they are D8s. Yes, they are. There we go. There we go. That's a lot of dice. Alright, uh, so 33. Okay, yep. So, you you do this. It takes a bit longer. Uh, just waves of this energy hits all the people. Uh, you know, people people observing, like, they, they start to, like, move a little better. The, uh, the digital readouts of uh, their, their vitals start to improve. And uh, where I'm going to close this scene at is uh, a bunch of the reporters had come around the corner uh, and there are like drones recording this. And there is a recording of you standing there, <laughs> wings spread, all in splendor, healing channel going out all over. And uh, just reporters just like, kind of, like the scene kind of closes and like you get the, you don't get the idea, but listeners will get the idea that uh, this scene is definitely going to be playing on the news feeds for a good long while. And that's where I'll leave you for a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, doo -doo -doo, let's go Keat. Hi, that's me. I haven't abused you as oh. much as the others. So I'll go to you first. <clears throat> I, Not, I love how you worded that. Yeah, I don't I don't see that being abuse in this scene, but uh you uh <laughs> you you're you're riding on Jack for a while. Mm -hmm. 
it's not a terribly long distance, but eventually you may hop down, walk on your own, get back on Jack sort of thing. But eventually you do get back to the campuses of the Lorespire complex. You walk past the noodle bar where you uh, were reunited with uh, Lemon and Tally, but uh, you, you go past that to the Lorespire complex, uh, the kind of main building where the uh, the venture captains all hold uh council and office and all that sort of thing so it's it's very much a uh, businessy type of setting you've been in here many times you've you've i don't know how long you've been with the Starfinders, but you've been with them long enough that like you know exactly where to go to uh meet with your contact um mm-hmm. you go in there's no like receptionist that harasses you the Starfinder society wants to help people but uh you get in you take a lift up to the venture there's better maps of uh, Absalom or uh, of uh, the Lore Spire complex, but uh, you go to a, a common meeting room of the venture captain who assigned you the task to uh, investigate your missing starfinders, and uh, that office door opens up with a whoosh. Because I feel like all the doors open with a whoosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sitting whoosh. behind uh, a desk, uh, pouring over several different data pads. Um, rather looking much more unkempt than you normally see them is a uh a Lushunta male with green hair named arvin yep uh and i know arvin is a pretty uptight kind of guy so mm-hmm. i think this is now when i get off of jack <laughs> um and i just kind of look at jack and say right here uh, and then I start to walk in, and just before I do, just before Ar- Arvin even looks up, I rush back, grab the tablet from Jack, smile, and then walk in. Uh, okay, yeah, the door whooshes closed behind you, and uh, Arvin's still, uh, like, one head, uh, he's not face palming, but he's definitely got, like, one hand on his head as he's just, like, frantically, like, scrolling, checking various, it's like a, like a, that bingo player that has several different cards and they're just like scrolling one, scrolling another and just trying, just desperately you get the feeling, you look at them that they are at their wits end because yeah, you said Arvin's uptight he uh, looks, snaps up when you get closer <clears throat> Keith Keith, what are you doing here? Um, I didn't summon you I, I give a salute and say uh, you, you had me tasked to find the missing persons? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, what well, what were you able to find? You 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 uh, have all the. Uh, I found yes. the missing persons. They like their hands just like dropped to the desk. What do you mean you found the persons? Where are they? Uh, uh, I I hand him the tablet that has all the information. Uh, yes, they they are alive. I double checked their vitals when we discovered them, uh, and uh, everything at least on the surface level, it's clear. Uh, okay, so you, you like hold out the data pad, he snatches it up, uh, and he's like swiftly scrolling through it. Uh, you see his face change uh, from like like panic, uh, reserved panic to straight up uh, uh, trying to think of the right word here, but like he just swipes it away, starts looking, and you see his face like so- start to soften the further he scrolls down. Like resolve? Resolve, there. Uh, you found them all. This is this is all of them. You actually yes. found them, and they're all alive. Yes. 
uh, uh, sir. How? Uh, have you heard of uh, Venture Lieutenant Brockham real name? Uh, he, uh, he, like, like, so, you know, now that he has had a moment <laughs> of, uh, good news, you see him, like, <laughs> sit back in his chair, look at this, puts the data pad down. Brockham? Brockham, I, real name. No, I don't, I, I, I don't think, uh, Keith will let him, uh, really think about it too hard, and he'll just continue and say, well, him and his, uh, party... Uh, assisted me in finding them. They were in the the sewer systems down in uh, whichever sector we were in, uh, mm -hmm. near the the Ferris wheel and the whole yep. uh, the carnival. And as I'm describing all of this, uh, the tablet also has like pictures, all of the vitals of all the people and everything. So everything I'm describing, he's he's basically seeing the progress of everything that happened as I'm describing the whole thing to him. Best way to put it is. Uh, when I was able to uh, procure those scans of the uh, of Hammond Hall, I didn't really think the security force would have overlooked something, but it seems you were able to deduce with pretty simple computer skills that they had sewage scum on their boots. Okay, um, and he's scrolling, reading through, like, um... As, uh, as I, he's I reading you. it, Keith will, uh, just say, Sometimes simplicity is the key, sir. I, I guess, I see that you met up with Starfinder agents Tally and Lemon, that's, that's good there, they, mm -hmm. they do good work for us, very good. Um, I don't know this character, and he, he holds up, a, uh, he holds up, uh, who is Akim? Um, yes, uh, he's an ally to, uh, my friends, uh, Lemon, Tally, and, uh, Rackham. Um, okay, uh, I, I guess, um, okay, so, uh, the, the, the Epsilon Station Security is dealing with the people, they're going to take them to medical facilities? Yes, uh, something else that you may notice in there, uh, there seem... The... Uh, you see uh, Keith's face kind of gets a little more serious than normal uh, and he just kind of looks down collects himself and says there had to have been a reason they were collecting everybody uh, we weren't able to deduce why uh, the police force uh, came in stopped us as you can see right towards the end of my notes there uh, they're going to gather some information, but I still feel it would be right for the Starfinders to uh, do an investigation of themselves. Um, uh, yes, of course. And uh, as they were all Starfinder agents themselves, uh, we do have a little bit of uh, legal leeway as far as uh, inserting ourselves into the investigation. But it looks like they were Let's... awakened from suspended animation. That's that's pretty nasty business. It's going to take them a little bit to heal up and rest up but um i will have to see to this um they then they like open up another data pad you see uh, like a screen holographic screen go up uh okay uh i can see okay yes i see that they are checking them in at these uh, medical facilities Ooh, 
uh, nasty bit of business around the carnival. That wasn't you, was it? No. Okay. Uh, good. Um, you, you did good uh, by reporting in directly. Um, yes, I will be. Uh, I'll be touching base with the chief of medicine there to uh, to corroborate collaborate on this. Um, but you did it, Keith. They're all fine. They say you know they're all they're stable at the very least. Uh, you know, little fogginess after uh, not cryo sleep, but forced sleep that long. You did great. Frog lost Discord for a moment. I'm going to uh, shift scenes over to Akim, Tally, yeah. Sig. No, no, Sig's with Brasha. Uh, Akim and Tally, you you got out of the carnival area. The the reporters all kind of swarm past you. It makes sense. Something like this big happens. Uh, there's going to be news reporters, so you you get out and away from there, and you head towards uh, the center portion of. Absalom Station. Um, so you get up, you get up there. It's uh, so you know you get twenty minutes away. Uh, you could you could rent uh, a, a lift. You can walk. It's not terribly far. Absalom Station isn't quite as big as previously thought at all times, but uh, you eventually make your way up to the area where the Click Clack Club is found. Oh yeah, it's out in the rings. Okay, um, you make your way up to an area, and you know where. It's uh, it's not the, it's not exactly the nicest part of town. It's uh, the Click Clack Club is a bar reserved, not reserved for, but it's where a lot of, um. Okay, a, a lot of species that don't exactly breathe air, uh can be catered to where other bars are known for like you know it's, it's a standard bar but the click clack club uh has a variety of clientele um yeah you, you walk up there and uh Occam, you've been here plenty of times before when we first met Occam, actually uh in the podcast it was uh he was playing video games uh in the vr booths but uh you walk up there to and it's busy as always uh, but Akam, when you were here last, you kind of left in a rush. Do you want to, uh, uh, what sort of conversations are you having as you're walking up? I'll go, I will just shadow behind you. Let's just try not to attract too much attention, huh? Yeah, well, Miss Pink Hair and Wings is not going to attract attention and horns and tail. Sure, you the one making the point about, uh, you know, a bunch of aliens? It is true. It is true, it is true, it is fine. I'm not going to, I, I, I take, I'm going to follow your lead, sir. Yeah, you don't have to call me that. Eh, it's fine. You get in, yeah. and, uh, this isn't the t- type of club where you need to, like, check in and they search you for weapons this is starfinder everyone has weapons so you walk That's in right. unimpeded uh there are a variety of people just sitting around in booths uh sit- it's, it's a kind of a sports bar vibe too uh kind of cyberpunky neon lights all over screens uh up on all the walls of uh 
various sporting events going on around the packed worlds uh there is a, a section of the wall Aachen, that you'll remember where um uh the the vr rooms that have that there's like little uh booths uh in the back where you can play vr games and you know this because the last time you were here uh people were very uh uh impressed with your uh, prowess because you and rhapsody fought in a vr battle together and it got some attention and you bounced the fuck out as soon as you saw that uh but you get in yeah yeah you are wearing different armor i think yeah i hope mostly same helmet have... yeah well <laughs> yeah yeah that's that takes a little more doing to change but uh you get in you can uh get up to the uh the bar uh behind uh cleaning a glass is a uh a uh male riforian the uh white furred kind of dragony descended people okay they uh they're cleaning the glass they see you walk up what can i do you for i'm looking for somebody looking found someone you think <laughs> um remind remind Dunn was there like anything more than to meet me at the click clack club uh no uh you so uh karina chimes in um we weren't given exact details of who wanted to meet us this is kind of a secret meeting uh look around uh if they knew to contact you they should be looking for you so uh uh barnaba you've been here enough times that you know barnaba the bartender uh heavily they're like heavily augmented so they're like they got like a robot eye like eyeing you and like flicking over to tally and they're just waiting for you to place an order i uh i'm gonna take a look around see if anybody looks like they're looking for us okay both of you give me perceptions uh 15 23 okay uh looking for someone okay uh you're looking to hire a gun? You're looking to... Um, no, it's a specific meeting. Anybody been in here? Seem like they've been waiting on anybody for a bit. You see them stop looking at you. You look around, like, you're, you're, so for your perceptions, you see just a lot of people just really enjoying their time in this bar. You don't see anyone out here in the, the, uh, the common area proper uh, that's, like, kind of making eyes at you at all. Um... But they look up, they look around. No, these are all regulars. Uh, we've had someone shut into VR room three for the last four hours, but they said they uh, they said that they'd ping when uh, needed anything, and they haven't for a while. Uh, it's the only VR booth open. Perhaps they're here for you. All right, I'll check it out. Um, and uh, she can have whatever she likes. Um, and he does like the Starfinder Google Pay thing. It's just like put it on my tab. <laughs> oh my lord! Did you just say Tally could have whatever she wanted at a bar? Yes. 
You may regret this decision. Okay. I probably will, but oh well. She started to say, all right, I want... <laughs> she, she like, picks... No, she's not going to be a dick. She's not going to pick out something stupid expensive just because. Uh, but she'll start... She'll definitely start ordering shots. Oh, boy. Okay. The alcohol, you know? Yeah. Let me just pull up the intoxicants haven't, rules. Haven't pulled out my... Haven't pulled out... Haven't had her pull out her flask in a while, but she's got a flask that's always full... Okay, and I need a magic flask that does that. A no space <laughs> flask. Um, okay. Oh no. Uh, all right. So yeah, uh, Tally starts taking shots. What kind of shots does Tally prefer? I don't know what we got. I don't know what's in this. Whatever. Just make. Just just insert Starfinder Planet. Insert real world alcohol. It could be what it could be a Brathedon sling. It can be whatever you want. So you're just taking shots. Hey, yeah, I mean, hey, why not? I'll go with I'll go my favorite, personal favorite, rum. Right Some on. sort of uh, oh um, oh my god, what's that friggin' place where all the pirates come from? Diaspora. Yeah, diaspora rum. Di- diaspora and rum. Right on. Thank you. Broken rock rum. Broken rock rum. Perfect. Oh wait, did I make that up already? Maybe you did. Just had weird sounds, deja vu. Uh, so that's where that's good. where the pirates uh, allegedly uh, convene and be diaspora. But yeah, you start taking shots. Occam, uh, you start making your way to the back to the uh, VR room. Uh, this is the same room that you were in last time you were here, actually. Uh, you get up to it. It opens as you walk up. And uh, inside is a uh, jungle scene. You are basically stepping into a holodeck situation. Okay, he's gonna make sure his elemental defense is turned on. Okay. Yep. Uh, so is that where you look glitchier? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you walk in glitchier. Uh, it's it's a very humid, like you don't feel uh, environmental protections or elemental. It, it's called elemental defense. It's just my defensive ability right on so you you step in and uh the the virtual uh temperature in here climbs significantly it's quite humid it's all fake you know this it's virtual reality uh you walk around sorry Uh, the false heat would be infrared light most likely sure (laughs) uh hey hey, da hey oh gm what's up i don't want to do is i, I do actually I just saying i have a couple shots and i grab a couple more and take oh them with me and i'm gonna stand right outside that door <laughs> i'm his right bodyguard i mean and right if on. i happen to hear anything mm-hmm. then so be it okay sure just yeah tally you- with a tray of shots standing outside <laughs> yeah drink it i'm putting like she had she, she's balancing the train she drinks a shot and then puts it upside down nice i like it so uh yeah, uh Occam, you're walking around this uh <laughs> Caspopolitans. That's pretty fucking brilliant. I love that. Caspopolitans. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds actually like a, a classy cool. drink for a classy chick like Tally. Awesome. Uh but Occam, you step in and it's uh dense foliage, dense jungle. You walk around, you don't see anyone. Like um so um i take it these 
uh holodeck things have sort of like a a thing that keeps you from bumping into the walls like it forces you to stay toward the middle of the room sort of situation yeah science fantasy whatever you feel like so he's going to just start um uh, actually I, he should probably roll roll for this um depending on how they're programmed would there be a way to uh exploit the limited actual space in the room to try and find somebody uh that's hiding amid the hologram uh that was a lot of words sure okay so you're you're wanting to to uh, just to take a guess you do you want to run really really fast really really far to glitch out the vr uh not necessarily um but like if you think about it, if the room is realistically is like 20 feet by 20 feet or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And it's moving people in relation to one another to keep uh-huh. them in the same space, quote unquote. Sure. Um, it, it's it's going to have trouble once that maximum range is breached, okay. most likely, unless it finds other ways to sort of fake it. Um, and I think I he's like going to be looking is... for those fakes. Okay. So yeah, uh, yeah, you start moving around. Uh, big, big trees, big bushes. You walk around like it's you're walking for a while. Uh, eventually, you get to an area that is a pond, and uh, in the pond there are frolicking creatures, insects buzzing around. But uh, standing atop a waterfall is a uh, a being. And they're just standing there, their uh, neck tendrils just kind of like waving. Let's see, three-legged creature with three head tentacles that all like converge in the middle in a very like, ah, real monsters cartoon. Uh, You see standing before you, size large, I think, uh, an Odiug. (laughs) A trash monster. These boys. I think they're large size. Yeah, they're large size. Yeah, they're they're large. That's better. You see one of these things. Three, so three legs, very large m- mouth in the center mass, and then like head tendril, well neck protrusions that end in three other grabby like mouths. Those look like Venus flytraps. Basic premise, yeah. I don't I don't know exactly how they are in Starfinder, but in Pathfinder and I think D D, they're literally like living garbage disposals. Yeah. And uh you, you look at this person, this this being, you recognize an Odiug, you've seen them around. Okay. Uh and I think Does this does this one stand out in any way from its other creatures? Yeah, this one's speaking to you telepathically. Huh. Yeah. Okay. In your head, you hear a voice, and I want to see how much I want to commit to this voice. Kyor Akam Razor. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm Big Greasy. Oh, God. You may know me as the Three Duke of Garbage Town. Um, given that 
I partially made up this character. I think Occam might know, but should I roll a society? No, no, you definitely know by reputation. There's only one Odiug in the business. Okay. Well, I wasn't expecting to get a call from someone like, well, someone of your standing. Yes, you come very high regarded as well of getting things done. I'm in between promoters at the moment. As you can imagine, it may be difficult to book one such as one of my magnificence, but I heard you made a pretty big splash in the galactic geopolitical scene recently, and I feel like we might be able to link up, so to speak. Uh, I want to. I want to sense motive. Sure. Uh... Uh, you. You all. Greasy is. Uh, has a uh, reputation of uh, boisterous displays at their concerts. Uh, for several violations by the uh, the local government. All right. So, what did you have in mind? I'm not getting much play in the infospheres. Stupid, pretty, easily consumed strawberry machine cake continues to top the charts, whereas people such as I, who came from nothing, are forced to take second place. I would like to change that. So you want in to the pirate network? Hmm? Indeed. You have connections I'd like to link up with, collaborate. You are a musician yourself. Yes? True, but certainly not on the same scale as yourself or many others. Consider this as an opportunity to expand your reach. I am known from here to the Vescarium as a sure thing in the right setting. I sell out coliseums in the packed worlds, the Marixa Republic. Hell, I've even performed for an Aslanti prince. Have you ever heard of Freezing Man? I would like not to speak of Freezing Man at this time. We left under less than savory circumstances. <laughs> I think we're talking about two very different things. Agreed. So tell me, Akim Razur, do we have a deal? Or can we do business? On the surface? Yes, that latter one is more... Uh, more what I was thinking. Prefer agreements over deals. Deals can be backed out of. Deals can be broken. Agreements, we are understood. And deals can also bind people in ways that they don't need to be bound. Don't want to get the lawyers involved. No. I like your style. Yes, we shall do business. All right. And we're going to cut away from Akim in the VR room, zoom out past the door where Tally can't hear because VR booths are soundproof doors. 
for privacy purposes, but she is knocking back shot after shot. Uh, Tally, oh, I need I? you to give me some fortitude saves, please. <laughs> am I? How many am I knocking back here? Let's see. I feel yeah, like I'll, no I'll, less than six. I'll roll a d10. How about that? Sure. That's Although, fair. I guess... Oh, no, wait. No less than six? Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, this. It... All right, be ten. Okay, the, the gusto. Yeah, the, the gusto that you've uh, displayed. So yeah, go ahead and give me a fortitude save because the oh, drinks sure. are flowing. Barnaba has not cut you off, but you are feeling it. Well, maybe I've rolled a twenty-three in my fortitude save. Okay, you are built of sterner stuff. Mm-hmm. Soldier man, soldier. With a constitution. Holding your own. Uh, occasionally, like, uh, some carousers will, like, uh, like walk up to you and, like, try to walk past you. Oh, this one's taken. All right. Then they'll just go to a different booth. Like, you are you are given a wide berth uh, after a while as the shot glasses start piling up. And that's where I'm going to... And that's where I'm going to leave you for now. Oh, gee, thanks. Taking shots... <laughs> damn right it's been a while since i've been able to drink on this uh have her sit there and drink so i'm right happy on. cool uh then we're going to go uh to a spaceport on absalom station captain brasha huh? yes that uh walking up your 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 new your newest crew member because you definitely hired key on before you got to sig uh he is walking behind you you are marching up towards uh the coordinates given for uh watanabe sorry i was looking at odiug stats uh, <laughs> uh you walk up the ship is uh very nice very opulent even And uh, standing at the uh, like the the, fo- the feet, uh, not the foot, the base of a landing ramp is uh, a familiar sight: a uh, tall, smiling Vlaka. This is Tama, right? No, this no, is Vlaka. Gustavo. Oh, I didn't write down his actual race. I wrote down Wolf Boy Captain. <laughs> it fits. It tracks. Uh, <laughs> He I, I, is one who was blind, correct? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, then I will not wave to him. I will call out <laughs> to him. Uh, Gustavo, how are you doing? Oh, my friend, it is very good to hear your voice. Uh, you didn't bring everyone with you? No, no. Uh, Akim had some business to attend to on the station as well. And Tally escorted him, and Kit. Uh, you didn't meet Kit. Uh, Lemon is with him, though I think. Um, and they were going to the Starfinder's main office, I believe, uh, or perhaps the dormitory. I do not entirely remember. We ran into a bit of trouble uh, on the station. Sort oh. of bumbled into it. Uh, judging from how you reacted to trouble we faced elsewhere, I'm sure you handled it very well. 
Ah, not a single problem, I would say. Just uh, finding some missing persons. You have a penchant for that. You found us. <laughs> I'm sure you were successful. Uh, my crew has uh, disbanded. They were just hired help. I dismissed them, but they are still due their pay, and I am here to submit my report. I'm glad that you could be here for this as well. Yes, it's good to have uh, good to have you with us for this. Uh, we can easily corroborate our reports then. I see you did not bring your little friend that you obtained. <laughs> oh no, Grabfor is back on the ship. Uh, he is learning how to build things. Ah, you've taken an apprentice. Yeah, something like that. Very well. Uh, please, uh, after you, we should, shouldn't keep Watanabe waiting. I hear she even brought Kerensky with her, able to peel him away at the promise of results from their latest venture. Oh, wonderful. I've been wanting to meet him as well. Uh, yes. Uh, upwards and inwards, I suppose. Okay. Uh, you go up. It's it's a very nice ship. Uh, the uh, the Watanabe is a uh, is the, uh, the the money of the company. Uh, while there wasn't much money left, it seems like they had one last bit of uh, nice gear <laughs> as this ship uh, hauls you walk along. You don't, you don't enter into uh, from a, a cargo bay, which makes you think like, oh, that's a sign of wealth when you don't have to enter through a cargo bay. But uh, gleaming white walls, shiny floor, you uh, make your way to the bridge of the ship. The uh, door whooshes open because I, I love a whooshing door. <laughs> uh, you step in and uh, sitting at the, the head of the long table side by side is a uh, Watanabe, the, uh, the the female Verthani, and uh, to the right, uh, absorbed in like a holographic display visor on the top of their head. They're like it's like a not quite a full helmet, but it's like a little headband, and then like holographic screens are projected in front of their face. Is uh, Ameriquois. They are a uh, medium humanoid kind of a monkey looking thing with a tail and uh, insectoid eyes but uh, standing behind them as the door slides shut steps out in a full battle regalia pulls off a helmet you see a very very pissed off elven woman with a very ugly ass sword and in common you hear her say Ah, yes. The great Brockham real name. Uh, That's where we're going to leave it this time. Wow. Stay tuned. There? To find out who this elven woman is, why she's calling Eric Brockham, next time on Hexgrid Heroes. Same Hex time. Same, same Hex, Hex channel. channel. I love, it. I love it. I love it when you do that. Ah, oh, damn it, Don. There we have episode 29, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun bringing this character to life that 
Sean mentioned um, <laughs> two years ago that Odiug, Big Greasy. Wonder what, uh, wonder what's going to happen of all that. But uh, before I let you go, before you go on to the next podcast, I want you to listen to a little promo from a newer friend of mine. They are a Starfinder homebrew podcast called Ringed Planet. Their GM, Carrie, is uh, extremely talented. They've got a great homebrew area. Their whole campaign so far is based around this ringed planet and the various moons and locales around it. So uh, definitely check them out. If you are a fan of Serenites, their group has one as well. Uh, Leopold, uh, Serenite, kind of steals the show in the best way. Um, but yeah, here it is, and uh, see you next time. Five unlikely friends brought together to do a simple job. But when things go wrong, they'll have to find a way to escape the ring planet.